Good evening, motivators. Dr. Trill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It's going to be one of those. Uh, it's going to be one of those podcasts, my friends. It's been a kind of a weird day. Today is the twenty second of August, twenty twenty one, and we had a hurricane come up, turn into a fucking tropical storm. Didn't come anywhere near us. We had some rains. New England got hit, you know, with some rain, some winds, some some areas hit, some nothing. You know, hurricane season. Got a creeper walking in the fucking graveyard. What's he doing? I had somebody in this graveyard to my right here. I don't know what the name of it is. But, uh... Somebody fucking did something to some old veterans, like, really, some of the oldest gravestones in this cemetery. Fucked them up somehow. (laughs) (laughs) My man Chuck. It was his birthday yesterday. Good guy. Yeah, so right across from Chuck and Coop's house... There's this uh, cemetery, and there's some, like, I don't know, Revolutionary War, Civil War, some really old headstones, and some dickwad fucked with them, broke them. So that's a bummer. Um, They replaced them now, so that's good. So yeah, it was my buddy Chuck's um, birthday yesterday. Such a nice guy. I'm glad I got to know him. Uh, He's still alive. And, well, uh, just give me a little shot from his porch. Every time I drive by, I'd say, because Chuck and Coop, uh, his wife, are uh, two really good friends. Coop was my, she's like the fucking best there is. She helped me run the Dr. Drill Instructor Program. So, it's funny, yesterday, uh, I on Facebook, I, I shared uh, a birthday message. The Chuck, hey Chuck, you know, stay motivated, good to see you. <laughs> I wrote that out, and somebody who's a patient chimed in and said, oh, how do you know Chuck? X, or question mark, question mark, question mark. I said, uh, we met a couple, you know, pat, cross paths. Chuck and I know each other quite well. Uh, good fucking guy. Love him. So happy. And, and he and... My friend, uh, Kathy, are a great couple. Anyway, so I figured I'd I'd just mention that. So, why was it a crazy day? Let's see. Look, I'm going to at least do a review. I don't want to dwell too much on different things. I want to just kind of try to hit all these high points. It was an anniversary weekend, 12th of August, 2021. Wife and I... uh, had a little belated celebration over the weekend. We went out to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Amish country, and had a good time. We, we stayed at a place called, um, fuck's that place called? The Village at Leola. And it was a little uh, inn slash restaurant slash 
spa and we did all the above we stayed over there fooled around a little bit big friggin hot tub in the room or some sort of jetted bathtub and we went in there and had some champagne and we had a great meal and we had um, some spa treatments we had some massages at a really nice spa the following morning and then we jetted out of there came back home see our family and it was a great little weekend getaway just an overnight uh, we also took a little bit of a walk a walking tour of Lidditz, Pennsylvania just hit a few shops some um, antique joints and craft places and shit and people like why, why do people like Lancaster? I think they like it because it's like a little bit of step back in time the entire area, the town of Lidditz, for instance, to me it looked like something out of the Truman Show, like a bucolic, ideal town where uh, everything was really nice and clean and neat and tidy and very slow, very walkable, uh, not a lot of big bustling industry, shit like that. Um, it was kind of eerie, kind of kind of too quiet, right? We're used to our lives being so, moving so quickly. I think that that's what it is, you know, with the set upon in the backdrop of these, um, set in the backdrop of Amish country where you got these folks that are dressed in, you know, black and white and suspenders and barefoot, riding around on horses and carriages, farming their land and uh, it's it just farmland. It's flat farmland, Amish people, and the people like to go out there and be near them because it's like a simpler life. And we don't live a simple life, right? Our lives uh, move about a thousand miles an hour. That's how it can feel sometimes. And when it doesn't feel like that, we're like, oh my God, why are things. I'm bored. Isn't that interesting how that is? get bored out of your mind if things slow down to the Amish pace. I don't know what those fuckers do. They farm, they work their asses off, work their fingers to the bone, they craft, they hang out, they pray, fucking beat their meat, fool around by candlelight, I don't know. But, you know, you, you look at that lifestyle, you think, ooh, I'd like to live, uh, that seems like right up my alley, and then do it for a week and you'd be like, oh my fucking God, where's Netflix? You know, where's my big black Ram 5.7 fucking liter dual overhead cam, you know, half ton rear end, posi traction fucking big mud tires. You know, where's my Planet Fitness? I go in there, watch a thousand televisions and go on every fucking, um, exercise machine, watch all the meatheads walk around strutting their shit, and then like they're in a serious gym, you know, it is a serious gym, no, no, I'm knocking it, but some of the meatheads in there are like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking go in there, man, I'll use all their shit, and then you got the, you know, women of various ages and attractiveness, tight little asses there, young and old, fat and skinny, short and tail, tall, you gotta love all, but people, anyway, I don't want to get off on the fucking tangent here, 
we would need all these creature comforts, all these all these uh, tastes of home if we were Amish people. You know that Amish are out there growing tobacco. I saw tobacco leaves about as tall as fucking I am, or half as tall as me, and uh, at least as big as my thigh. And they're drying the shit inside these barns, and they got horses running around taking shits, and they got, saw two Amish boys riding in a fucking uh, horse and buggy, and the one had an, uh, an Under Armour headband on. Who are you trying to fucking fool, all right? They probably have to rein his ass in, pull that off, and smack his fucking, his little fanny with uh, switches, hickory sticks or something, I don't know trying to keep him in there, because if not, he's going to go out and take a job, I don't know, working in the goddamn uh, Lancaster uh, outlets or some shit, what's the name of that outlet company, he'll go in there and get a job at like fucking, I don't know, Nike shop or something like that, or the van store. I told somebody today, I said, I could be a fucking Amish. And she said, no, no, I don't think you do it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't accept you because everybody's got to be like everyone else. And you're not like everyone else, you know, decidedly different than everybody else. And I'm cool with that, man. I love that. I double down on that shit. I'd be, I'd be the Amish fucking lad walking around with, uh, you know, checkered vans, tattoos and shit. Anyway, so it was a nice trip. We went out there. But I'm, I'm wondering what, what... It's interesting. It's kind of weird, really. Again, the Truman Show with Jim Carrey. It's like this crazy, like, postage stamp American town. And you got these people who are living, like, you know, it was hundreds of years ago. But yet, you can see that they, they kind of, you know, they cut corners here and there. And I, how could they not? Like, I saw one of the harnesses, uh, like the cushioning for a harness like, hmm, that looks like something maybe, you know, okay, leather, but then that yeah, looks like something you get from Amazon or something like that. They probably have markets all over where Amish, you could probably go on Amazon and say Amish suspenders, and you come up with a black pair of regular suspenders, and they probably wear that shit, buy it from China or whatever. I want to know. I'll be surprised if not. So we hit some stores, some uh, antique shops, and we you know, fucked around a little bit, had a meal, the meal was delicious, the waitress couldn't have been nicer, the food was good, um, had a couple of nice glasses of wine, some nice conversation with my wife, but there were these fuckheads sitting next to us, four top, two couples, I'm sure they're nice enough people, they, but they were drinking quite a bit, and I don't, that's fine, but they were talking, just ranting on about how business, they must have been business owners of some magnitude and they were like highfalutin dropping oh last time we went out to you know $6,200 meal and oh my god I'm like really you know it's impressive at the same time it's like a little audacious little like big fucking deal why do I need to hear about that why do I need to hear about your business success and how everybody counted you out and how you know, you don't even check how much, you know, money is, is in your bank account. You just you spend what you need to do. And I don't want to hear about all your, how much you pay your employees. And these guys, they're like fucking assholes. They're like the ugly American at a time when people, you know, some people are unemployed. 
they, they lost their job in the pandemic or whatever the fuck the deal is. These high rollers are over there talking about how, you know, good their life is. Living high in the hog. Pissed me off a little bit, but not enough to switch seats. But we had a little bit of a headache when we left. That was okay. But other than that, the fucking massages were great. Um, the food was great. It was nice to get away with Mrs. Oberst, Mandy. She's the best. And uh, it's 15 years. So that was good. It was a good experience. I'm glad we had it. Went to a, a for lunch. We went to the Lancaster Brewery, and we got some good food. There were these truffle fries that were over the top. I got a Reuben. It was great. You know, felt like a big fat pig by the time I was done. But came back this morning. I went to Philly. Fucking uh, we're Planet Fitness. It's good. All right. So that's what's going on. And today, listen, it was good. It was busy. It was Monday. It was. Uh, uh, the week essentially before all the kids go back to school, some of them already went back. Kids are in college. Hey, look at little Johnny. Look at Sarah. We just dropped her off at XYZ College today. Look at her name, uh, like it's her fucking little room that we just painted in her in our home. Um, Sarah's room. Look at the bed, all high off the ground. Uh, you know, and Sarah's got a you know. These are her roommates, and this is how they know each other. It's all stuff that's going to happen to us or when our kids, you know, rise to the occasion and do whatever for for whatever training they're after, whatever their likes take them. It's exciting. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying that it's a stressful time right now because we're dropping kids off at school. Kids are going to be getting back into public school. They're going to be meeting and greeting and mingling and... Uh, spending time with each other and learning and sports back, you know, fall sports are kicking off and there's so much that's beginning and the big question mark that hasn't ended is this fucking pandemic. People are tired of this shit. I'm tired of it. Okay? I wore a mask today. I ordered it from Amazon rather than buying something for woodworking or something that I really want. I bought a mask with a plastic non-fogging window so you can see my expressions when I adjust you. I actually like the mask, but uh, who would have thought that this is what it would be like? Oh, my anti-fog uh, plexiglass window mask came in today. And everybody's, you know, it's ridiculous that we have to do it, but it's, it's not so ridiculous that other people who have their faces and their mouths completely covered I think they wish that they had something like this. They see the utility. People talking about people with special needs, uh, deaf people. they got to read lips. And also, just in communicating with folks, it's helpful to see the lips, the expressions. So you get this fucking stupid-ass pandemic. you got this bullshit going on in Afghanistan. I had a conversation with... Uh, you got, you got people missing appointments today. That pisses me off. I know people are stressed and frazzled and pulled every which way, and I don't want to be a dick, but I'm running a fucking business here. If you don't make your appointment, I put that time aside for us, a half hour out of my day. So if you don't come in, I don't make that, that I don't serve you, I don't get you out of pain, and I don't get paid. And so then, that's a bummer, man. You know, that's a loss of business, that's, 
uh, egg on my face. That's a problem that I have because, you know, and folks admittedly had a great friend. Oh, yeah, man, it was a miss. Was, you know, I, well, you fucked up. I'm sorry. I don't want to add any stress to your day or have you hang your head, but you're going to owe me now. Now I'm going to charge you because you've missed on a number of occasions and I'm tired of being Mr. Fucking Nice Guy. I'll put somebody else in that spot if you're not going to make it. You know, same shit. So that happened. That pisses me off. And then, uh, but it's one of those things where you know that this is the way it is. The analogy, and I had this conversation with a friend of mine this evening. She's a nurse. She lost her dog. Picked up the ashes. She's got fellow nurses and healthcare providers that are dealing with the mask man or the vaccination mandates. Some of them don't want to get vaccinated. It's at the point where she where she is not sure, where, where she almost agrees with some of them that they shouldn't be forced to do something. I mean, I it's it's almost like disbelief. All the things that I've been telling you. All the science that I believe is accurate um, about numbers and all the all the news bulletins about people, you know, people, multiple people from the same family dying. I read an article about this woman from Florida and her two sons in their thirties, and she was vaccinated and they were anti-vax, anti-mask, and they're dead. And she's alive and she's like 70, 80 years old because she got vaccinated. And other, other, you know, stories like this, they're real. But we're bombarded with so much information and so much contradictions, you know? Like, nothing... The, the, we talked about this, how information's coming in, we're learning all the time. If you're vaccinated, you don't need to worry about wearing a mask because you're protected, and then all of a sudden, hey, there's breakthrough infections. You know, it's hard to follow... It's hard to understand. It's hard to endure. It's, it is exhausting trying to keep up with all this. And we're arguing with our, with our friends and family and, you know, people that don't want to get vaccinated. And I think they're dumbasses. I think they're taking a foolhardy risk that is not only a risk to themselves, but it's also for other people. I stand by that. That's reasonable. But, I mean, just the fact that you've got people who are doing the work, who are in healthcare, you know, who are in the military, who are, you know, trying to make these decisions and make sense of, you know, what the fuck is going on? You know, what do we fight in Afghanistan for for 20 years? Well, what is going on with these, you know, is these vaccines helping us? Is the COVID going to go away ever? Or can I open my business? Can I, you know... It's it's a very confusing, stressful time right now. I think that most would agree. Um, very strange. So the analogy is this, and I've probably used it before. The hive mind. When... You know, we're a bee's nest. The world is a bee's nest. And we've got all these little uh, intricate, uh, 
chambers and little hidey holes in there and the queen's somewhere in the middle and she's in charge and everybody is trying to protect her and protect the, the colony or the hive or whatever and there's a threat let's say just one threat which there very rarely is just one right there's one threat and all the bees come out they start buzzing they start get their stingers out they fucking sharpen those bitches they start attacking now they spread the word and protect the queen let's go out and kill whatever it might be a fucking skunk it might be a human being it might be the rain i'm sure that they're fairly smart despite being insects they go out and they try to quell whatever they buzz around and there's a frenzy and there's an energy and that's what's going on in the world right now the problem is with all that buzzing and all that you know that energy it's confusing there's not a lot of focus they're trying to make sense of you know this perturbance they could have gotten hit by a fucking hailstone right and they don't know if it's a real threat if somebody's out there trying to get in trying to destroy their home or if it is some bullshit they don't know if it's a false alarm or whatever So that's the analogy. The the world is like a gigantic beehive, and we're getting poked, and we're unsure what threat. We're getting poked not from one angle, but from multiple angles, multiple threats potentially, and we're trying to prioritize, and we're trying to make sense of things, and we're trying to solve the problem. But in the process, we're stinging each other. All right? We're buzzing into each other. We're fucking eating each other's wings off. You know, we are creating friction and heat and confusion. And we might stampede or beat our wings with enough frenzy that we we might fucking sting the queen. And everybody dies. You know, then, then there's complete confusion. This is where we're at, man. We are a fucking gigantic beehive that has been stirred and nobody knows what the fuck is going on. You can feel it. Imagine yourself as a bee. That is, you know, the alarm has been sounded. And another alarm, and another alarm. That's what it's like right now. People are like, oh, 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 COVID, oh, COVID, oh, back to school, back to work, oh. Unemployment, no no unemployment, uh, taxes, fucking industry, stock market, Afghanistan, Taliban, veterans, politics. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. It's getting to the point now where even the, the most sensible individuals, even the sense makers, which I fancy myself to be, are saying, what the mother fuck is going on? A nurse saying that some of her peers are saying, you know, this is getting crazy. Like, I don't know if I want to, you know. The, 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 the thing is, there should be sufficient confidence in our scientific process, in our leaders to say, you know what, all right, you know, if the CDC says this, if the NIH says this, if the powers that be scientifically 
say, well, this is what's happening. This is the data. This is what what's going on right now. These people need to be up to speed and have the confidence in their leaders enough to say, yeah, well, I got to do what I got to do. I got to protect my patients. I got to protect my family. I got to protect myself. <clears throat> you hear me talk about how, um, you know, that's the thing. Like I want to, you know, I want to at all costs protect the people under my care. You know, it's something I take very seriously. I'm very good at what I do. I help a lot of people. I give a fuck. Like inordinately, I care. Sometimes I care too much about people that I, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe they're not worth my fucking time. Sometimes. I'm not saying I think majority of people, yeah, I love it. It's a selfish job. I'm happy to help people. Just like as a Marine, I, you know, I help people who couldn't help themselves. Somebody's bullying somebody, fucking let me at them. Or you want to bully people, you want to push people around, you want to, you know, hurt other people, take what's, you know, what you want to take. No, I stand for right. And all that fucking soldier fortune hero, fucking Rambo, Chuck Norris, fucking, you know, hero of the day shit. That's, that's what I, that's my fantasy. That's what, is it a fantasy or is it real? You know, or should I start looking out for myself? You know, you want to do what's right. You want to do what's reasonable. Talking about the reasonable man. So on that B, and many of you are as well, you might be that B that's trying to, amid the buzz that's chaotic, and people are like, that you, the bees that you love are flying by, buzzing you, they're slamming into you, they are um, stinging everything that comes, that they come across, and... They're fucking up the works. They're they're not thinking. They're 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 just reacting. I'm try I'm like that conscious bee who's saying, "All right, what, what's going on? Let me try to read the plays on this. The queen's back there. If she if she dies, uh, or if she flies, we are going to be without direction. You know, this is our home. We need to protect it. But let me try to figure out what's going on. That's me. That's most people. I think." But there's a lot of folks out there who are just buzzing and flying and stinging. And with no direction, with no guidance, with they're just fucking, they're just berserking. And that's, that's what the world feels like right now. And you're feeling it coming from very credible people. That is scary. Be concerned when the sense makers, the, the people that are normally the ones that you rely on, the military, you know, those people that are serving over there, you know, then and the leaders that, that are representing us, you know, when, when, when people stop listening to them, problems. Now, even, you know, you know, guys know I don't like Trump. I just think he's a fucking asshole. I think he's an asshole, okay? We'll think we need somebody who's that brash and that much of a braggart and that much of a big shot and that much of a self-serving individual. I don't like the way he treats people. I don't trust his judgment. I don't like the way he inflates things. Inflate, he, I don't like the way he inflates his strengths and downplays his weaknesses. It's a fucking lie. 
It's not honest. He does that in everything he does in life. We couldn't have selected in a populist sense, we couldn't have selected a bigger asshole to represent us for those four years. He's still around. Well, he went to, uh, he decides to have a rally in Alabama, which is fucking on fire with COVID right now. And he told everybody to get vaccinated. And you know what they did? They booed him. He had another guy who was fucking with him, who went on and spoke before him. The guy's running for Congress or Senate or whatever. And he says, hey, we look, we got. I know you guys are pissed off about the, the last election, but we need to move past it. Look past it so because we need to get to the... He was making the point like we got other elections coming up and we need to hold together. And they're like, boo. People aren't thinking. They're angry. They are fired up. They are bees buzzing furiously with no direction. And all they know is that they want to sting somebody or something. That is a problem right now. When the hive becomes, you know, there's some people, the sense-making bees are in there, they're, they're holding their position. They're not going to, you know, they're going to be, not going to be the first out of the hive trying to stick their fucking stinger into something. Some bees die that way, by the way. I think if they sting you, their asshole falls off or something, and they die. I'm not sure if it's a honeybee. Anyway... So, just my little, you know, that should provide you a sense of how futile it can be for people to be going out there, acting without guidance, acting without sense. It can be to to their detriment, but they don't care. People don't care anymore. They don't care whether they, you know, they're, they're, until they get sick with this virus, they're just going to fucking go. They're going to proceed. Fuck it. I'm going out to the bar tonight. You guys going out? I'm going to the bar. Fuck this shit. I'm going to work. Fuck it. I'm going to school. Fuck it. I'm sending my kid there without a mask. You know, I'm taking all my chances. This is crazy. That's how people feel because there's no sense. Because, you know, we've got an incongruent message. No congruence to the message. No unified message that's being sent to our populace. That's COVID. Okay, that's that's a big enough problem. I think. Let's talk about Afghanistan. We talked about that a little bit. So, now we've got thousands of people who've been vac- who've been uh, evacuated, right? And They needed to be. They needed to be evacuated. Okay, they're Americans, they're allies, they're interpreters, they're people that served with us in the Afghan army. Uh, I'm sure there's some politics going on there as to who's going to get in and who's not, who's never fucking snowball's chance in hell. But the Taliban's on the outside and they're trying to fucking get all these people that let us take some people out. Okay? They've been honorable enough or decisive enough to say, you know what, let's let them take 
these people that we fucking hate anyway. They're just going to stir shit if they stay here. Let them take their people out. We don't want them. We're going to fucking run this place. And when on the 31st, which the, the you know, which what would the, it was agreed upon in the deal with Trump, I believe, maybe even before Trump, that was the, that was the drop dead date. Like that was the date in which everybody was going to leave. So, 31st of August, 2021, we're supposed to be out. Let them take their fucking people and get them out of here, after which this is ours. Now, it looks like it's going to, with even with all these airliners going in there, trying to evacuate people and loading thousands more people uh, from that airport and flying them to wherever, going to... McGuire, Dick's Air Force Base are going all over the country, right? All over the world, these refugees. Where are they going to go? Where are they going to settle? It's not safe for them there. They perceive that. They're probably right. See, anyway, you got, there's all this shit going on. The Taliban are in there. They're, they're, you know, we don't like the way that their crowd control techniques are taking pot shots at people. There's been firefights. There'll probably be more. If we don't leave there uh, by... August 31st, shit's going to heat up and there's going to be another war. You know, our soldiers and Marines and sailors are going to be in harm's way potentially. And, you know, people are going to die on both sides. That could happen at any moment. And that's terrible. You know, it's terrible that people are going to die. like to say that this is a senseless war, but, you know, obviously 9-11 required a response, fucking went in there, we destroyed a lot of people, a lot of fucking bad guys trying to find Osama bin Laden, we killed him, gave him a dirt nap, dropped bombs, shot things up, took the major cities back, Taliban cruising around, like a bunch of fucking renegades, and then 20 years later, they, whatever, whatever happened, happened, who fucking knows what, how this occurred, how all these cities and soldiers folded and let the fucking, them take everything back, but I don't think it's unprecedented, it's probably the way things typically go when an occupying force leaves, but it happened real quick, right, and everybody's like, oh, nobody expected this to happen, oh, okay, well, it's your job to anticipate these problems, but okay. They definitely surprise you, right? So that being said, there's people, you know, my friend, the nurse said, made a good point. There's a lot of people who served in Afghanistan and here, there, and everywhere, and, and they don't know what to do with this. You know, the, all that, you know, the full, the, their deployments, their training, the, their mission, it was all been thwarted now because of, you know, these events that are taking place right now. What, how should they feel about that? People who lost buddies over there. You know, people who lost limbs. They lost their minds fighting for bullshit. Or what they thought was a, what they thought was a worthy cause. What they thought was a just cause. Turned out to be bullshit. 
That's what seem, you know, seems to be a fa- the fact of the matter. It turned out to, to not be, you know, warranted to, for us to have stayed there for 20 years. And now we're just folding. And America doesn't like to fold. We want to win. We want to win wars. We want to win the Olympics. We want to fucking, you know, win in business. We want to win in sports. We want the whole fucking nine yards. We come home with the win. Second place is the first loser. I think that's both realistic and tragic, but it's a story for another day. This is confusing people. These two things. And then our work, and our lives, and our recreation, and things getting canceled, and people getting sensitive, and people that are insensitive. You got sporting events, you got fucking Steelers game. I saw a video of some guy, some black guy, was... uh, talking to somebody and a woman, you know, probably some words exchanged and she, she slapped the guy in the face and then the husband came out and this guy beat the shit out of the husband, knocked him out and, you know, people are shouting different things. She slapped him first. No, I'm sure there was, you know, there's two sides of the story and then the truth, but people are acting out doing stupid shit, you know, fans taking the field in uh, France, soccer matches, beating each other up attacking people, you know, there's all kinds of crazy shit going on right now, and, you know, Jane's Addiction said, the world is loaded to pop, and I just want to stop, the world, how's it go, the world, the world is loaded to pop, and I just want to stop, great song one come a day the water will run and man will stand for things that he had done hurrah and the water will run one come a day the water will run and man will stand for things that he had done hurrah and the water will run we will run oh we will run oh oh, oh. the world is loaded ready to pop Talking about the hornet's nest. Talking about the fucking bee's nest. Talking about the stingers out. It sucks, man. It's it's really a really um, inflammatory time right now. People are losing it. People are losing their way. They're losing their their sense. They're losing their compassion. In that way, there's instability that is unprecedented in modern times. We've got all the science and all the technology and all the sense-making tools that you could ask for. We've got all the tools to solve a problem. All these problems. And I'm sure we will. You know, the world, the history is littered with all kinds of conflicts and 
issues and crazy things that occur and, and, you know, talk about the things that led up to these problems and how they manifested and, and what the, the outcome was. And it's happening again in real time. You know, whether we're talking about environmental, all the environmental shit, that's like secondary, second fiddle right now, right? Third, fourth, fifth fiddle. Hear about uh, the rain fell on the in Greenland in the Arctic for first time ever in recorded history. Rain fell. Usually snows there, snow and ice and glaciers. That's all, you know, changing. Rapid storm systems developing. Uh, hurricanes, tropical storms, flooding, people dying in floods in Tennessee, people you know, ill-informed, political, politically defiant, divided, they're going out, living their lives, they don't give a fuck about the pandemic, they're done with it, they're ready to die, they're ready to fucking die, like those bees stirred up in the nest, right? So I hope things calm down. You know, I, I I know I'm a little fired up right now myself, but it's better to get it out and express myself and talk and continue to care for people and and live my life the Dr. Drill way. But I, these are these are the facts that no longer can it be like it seems like we've departed, okay? There there are sides to an argument, there are there, you know, we're trying, well, well, here's the deal, well, the thing is, well, um, we went in for good reason to Afghanistan, and then things got a little bit, you know, if we would have left at that time, and this president did this, and, and now that president did that, and then, you know, this president promised that we would get out on the, on this particular date, and here we are, and then, you know, it's a, you know, there's a lot of industries and stuff that are at work, and we're trying to help these people, and making sure that the regime did not completely fall, we put them, you know, you know, trying to make sense, trying to be reasonable, trying to, like, really think through it, oh, well, you know, the thing is with the pandemic is that sometimes these viruses, there's a microevolution in it, and they will mutate, and sometimes they mutate and they become uh, lesser of a concern, and sometimes they'll mutate and they become a greater concern, it can cause more, uh, greater uh, transmission, easier transmission, and there's something called the um, fucking transmission factor, and uh, this dictates, uh, was it two, and now it's a six, and that's how many people it can be transmitted to the virus, and then some evidence that it's breaking through our vaccines, and this vaccine, but wait a second now, we've got this new vaccine, this uh, this Pfizer vaccine, which was actually, for all of you who are waiting for FDA, Federal Drug Administration approval, um, endorsement of this vaccine, well now we have that today on Monday, so everybody go out and get your vaccines, and it's going to be okay. You know, third vaccine, there's a booster that's coming up, and that's going to be really important. I want to believe all this. I do believe all these things. I do believe, as I've said before, that people think that prob- these problems are one-dimensional, binary, you know, it, 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 it's too complex. 
But the fact of the matter is these problems are too complex to really truly grasp. And also to be patient regarding. Like, who has not lost their patience? Who has not... Who's that John fucking Rambo? Who has not lost their patience by now with all of this crap? Who has not feeling COVID and war fatigue and um, all this crap? News fatigue, political fatigue, you know? I don't want to fight. I don't want to or nest our fucking bees, bees, beehive to be overcome <clears throat> with just a bunch of senseless stinging. Poorly navigated, poorly considered responses, lashing out, anger, friction, heat, death, demise of our of our hive, of our planet, of our relationships. Who's going to fucking save us? I can only hope that the queen steps out in all her royalty and wisdom and says, you know what? Let's all go in here and just take a fucking nap. You know, somebody, if somebody were to actually fucking light our hive on fire with a flamethrower, it might be better than us killing each other. Stingers out.